This week I'm doing a mini episode for you. You may know me by now, and if you don't, my name is Katie Schlegel. I'm your host here on the Anxious Adventurer podcast, and I'm an anxious adventurer. I've traveled to a lot of places around this wonderful planet, seen so many beautiful things, and I've met a lot of amazing human beings along the way. Now you know I'm an anxious adventurer, which basically means that when I travel, I can get anxious and stressed, maybe a little easier than the average person. But what you may not know is that I'm also an introvert and I'm an empath, which makes it hard sometimes to connect with people. It takes a lot of energy. It also takes a lot of self-coaching to get me prepared for a trip to another country. And most often, I talk myself out of it before I even begin. So in today's mini episode, I wanted to address this thing called connection and give you some ideas of how you can connect with people and places during your travels. If you're an introvert or an empath, or maybe both like myself, then this episode will help you open up to what can be difficult for us to do sometimes, and that is connecting. I remember my first living experience abroad like it was yesterday. I was all set to go to Afghanistan. You may remember this from a previous episode. While I was planning everything out, I had a phone call with the director of a woman's organization in Kabul. During our conversation, she told me each morning they would send for me in a private car with security, just so I would be safe. And it was at that point I realized this was not going to be where I studied abroad. I was left with having to start all over again. Through a series of fortunate events, I was connected with a woman from Buenos Aires, Argentina. You see, it all started with a connection. A connection to a people, a connection to a place, and a connection to things. One of life's lessons I continually learn while traveling is that it's all about connection. Since this is what I've learned to take with me on each of my travels, I wanted to share with you the five ways I have found to create true connection while traveling. Before we do, I want you to hit pause right now. Grab your favorite beverage and sit back. I encourage you to take a moment for yourself and create some space in your head and the place you are in right now. Because now it's your time to connect. Welcome back. Whether you paused or not, I hope you took at least a moment to drop in and connect with yourself. Sometimes that is all we need to do in order to take the next step towards being able to connect while traveling. So without further ado, let's jump in and start creating those connections. The first is learning the language. Now you don't need to be fluent, but phrases, especially greetings, as well as thank you are so important. When you take the time to learn the language, it is a sign of respect that will take you a long way. It shows you're willing to go outside yourself for a taste of who they are. When I first lived in Buenos Aires, I had a difficult time feeling welcome. I believe the main reason I finally was welcomed was because I learned the language. Now, it wasn't only Spanish that I had to learn. It was Argentinian Spanish. And even more specific was the Spanish porteños, people born in the city of Buenos Aires, used in their daily lives. 
It took me months, but I learned many of the words in luntardo, a Argentine slang, so to speak. And it was when I started to speak a little bit more like a local, people really opened up to me. Strangers were a little thrown off because I obviously looked like a foreigner with my blonde hair and blue eyes. But I endeared myself to people by using their own language and their own slang (laughs) and taking the time to learn to speak it. The second way I connect to people while traveling requires seeking volunteer opportunities through platforms such as Workaway or Wolf, W-W-O-O-F. Volunteering gives you an opportunity to connect with locals as well as fellow travelers while working alongside them. My experience took me to a small finca farm in San Rafael, Argentina. While I was there, I worked with people from all over the world, and what brought us together was this beautiful experience. Every moment on the finca was accompanied with an unreal feeling. There I was in the middle of Argentina on this farm, looking at the sky that seemed more vast than the one I knew back home. I felt so small, but incredibly triumphant. My clothes were filthy, my skin was dirty, my hands were split open, and I smelled of the earth. But I had never been so happy. And the reason was not from the work that I had done, though very proud of it I was. But I was happy because of the people I had met and connected with during this experience and what each of them taught me. The third way in which I seek out connection is by purchasing local fashion and art made by local artisans. You may know this one, (laughs) but for me in particular, learning about the fashion and the culture opens so many doors to learning. It not only is a great way to bring home one-of-a-kind pieces, but by connecting to the makers, the artisans, you also have a story to tell, which is amazing. It gives what you wear more meaning. Oftentimes, local artisans incorporate their own sense of culture into the piece of fashion or art. For example, I have these amazing pair of boots from a local designer in Ubud, Bali. Her name is Katut Lestri. I always receive compliments on them, and when people ask me where I got them, I get to tell her story of how she is one of the only women business owners in Ubud, Bali. And then I get to tell them that the fabric in her designs is actually a traditional Balinese pattern, which then brings the connection of not only her to the piece itself, but her culture as well. You see, I have the opportunity to give her a voice and connect her through the fashion I bought while traveling in Bali. It's a pretty amazing way to connect with that place and that person every time I wear her boots. The fourth way is by observing and partaking in the customs of the culture. When I was in Brazil, I had an opportunity to learn Samba. If you have ever seen Samba, you know it's not easy to pick up. I do dance tango, but my hips do not move that way naturally. However, I knew how important it was to try by observing how this dance plays a huge part in Brazilian culture. I saw firsthand how it connects the entire country when it comes to Carnival. So I partook and signed up for lessons. Little did I know that my dance instructor would be willing to open up and share even more of Brazil with me. 
Through this experience, I was able to see the true and beautiful culture that is the Carioca spirit, people from Rio de Janeiro. It's one filled with love and acceptance. The fifth and final way to help you build a connection is by the simple act of paying it forward. When you are shown an act of kindness from a stranger while traveling, pass it along to the next. I learned this after my wallet was stolen in Buenos Aires. You may remember that story. If not, here's a little refresher. It was my first week in Buenos Aires, and the events that played out could have gone terribly wrong. After my wallet was stolen, I was left with only pennies to buy a train ticket home, which was not enough. But the kindness of a stranger at the train ticket office let me have a ticket for just that. To make matters worse, I didn't know the area very well, so I missed my stop. I then had to rely yet again on the kindness of a grandmother who bought me a ticket and told me what stop to get off on. She was my guardian angel. I just know it. Because she didn't even speak English, but we understood each other perfectly, and she knew where I needed to go. I will never forget the people who helped me. And since that time, I go out of my way to help people when I travel. It is a way of showing my gratitude and thanks to those who shed light and kindness on me during a very dim experience. You see, for me, connection is the most important lesson one can learn while traveling. I know I say there are a lot of important lessons, but this is one of the top ones. Without it, a country is just another place. A person is just another face, and a thing is just that, a thing. Each time I travel, these five ways to connect enrich my experience and make it just that, an experience. When all is said and done, and you're old and gray, it's those connections you experienced while traveling that create the stories and the legacy of your life. After all, that is what brings us together as human beings, the ability to connect to one another. This word connection is why I started Mariposa Skies, to connect people to other cultures and learn about the fashion and the artisans. In fact, in my next episode, I will tell you all about my second buying trip to Japan and how that one word, connection, took a starring role in finding the fashion. Before I sign off here, I want to encourage you to do just one last thing. I'd love to connect with you as well as connect you to my artisans in the Mariposa Sky shop. So if you'd like to, I'd love for you to sign up for my weekly newsletter. The link is in the show notes. You will not only be reminded of when each podcast episode drops, but you will also learn more about the artisans see their fashion, and get first dibs on any sales that I'm doing. If you like these ways of connecting while traveling and have someone you know who you feel would benefit from them, please feel free to share this episode with them. I'm on a mission to help anxious, introverted, and empathic adventurers out there become more grounded and comfortable in their own skin while traveling this great earth. As always, thank you for joining me today. I hope you learned a little, maybe laughed a little, and my hope is that it gave you some things to think about. Okay, that's it for now. 
until next time, my dear anxious adventurers. Ciao. Besos.